Momentum Podcast, helping you develop a partner network that enables ministry to happen. My need for this to be straight. This is my OCD. Okay. If you, that's my coffee. If you play that for Christine, she will, she will love it. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to our third episode of the Momentum Podcast. I'm Daryl Parsons. And I'm Naomi Vandevish. Naomi, this is episode three. That's right. Makes this a trilogy. True. (laughs) It's a podcast (laughs) trilogy. And uh, we are very, very excited to be sitting down with our national director designate, Tim Coles. Hey, Tim. Hey, how are you? (laughs) Do you like the way I emphasize... Designate. 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 Yes. <laughs> well, I just I felt I felt like uh, I felt like that was going to be a little awkward. And uh, and one of the fun parts about this is uh, we're recording this uh, fairly early, right in 2018. And and currently that that you know you're you're in that transition period yep. uh, where you'll be taking on the national director's role. So by the time people actually hear this, you probably won't be a designate. Anymore. Designate. Yeah. <laughs> if someone could explain to me what a designate is, I really that would be it. helpful. Be You're designated. I get more questions about that word than anything else. You, sir, are the directly responsible individual. That's right. I know that's one of your favorite terms. It is DRI. DRI. So, so I think designate means directly responsible individual. We could do a everybody. podcast on DRI. We could. We'll talk about that that's sometime right. too. But uh, actually, that's not what we wanted to focus on today. We were uh, really excited to chat with you. Uh, about the uh, very, very critical part of partner development uh, involving the ask. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And uh, Naomi and I, we, we like when we were chatting about uh, kind of our, our plans for our uh, for the podcast uh, and, and some of the more important parts uh, of, of the development process we wanted to focus on, uh, the ask was way up there. Uh, so far, we've talked a bit about calling, we've talked about prayer, but uh, the ask is uh, intimidating for a lot of people. Right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And Tim, you recently did um, a session and you called it, if you don't ask, you're saying no for them. Right. Where did that come from? <laughs> I have, I've got so many stories that that tie back to a guy who's become a good, good friend of mine over the years. His name's Greg Anderson, and I will make sure he hears this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, because I, sh- I share our journey with so many people. <clears throat> uh, when Greg uh, and his wife Kay, uh, the long story short is they had been investing into our ministry. Mm. And, uh, and, and I had never seen anyone invest to the level that they had before. And in those days, I thought $100 a month was a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And... And it still is a lot of money, but I mean, that was a big ceiling for me. It was a hundred dollars a month and they were investing, you know, 7,000 and $10,000 at a time into our ministry. And so when we had a big project, I, I couldn't imagine them being able to give any more. Right. Right. So, uh, we met for lunch and, and, uh, after a long lunch, uh, Greg said to me, uh, or he said, turned to Kay and he said, uh, have we given him enough time? And, and she said, yeah, I think so. And he says, are you going to ask us to help you with your building project? And I said, no. <laughs> and he said, why not? And I said, because I can't imagine that someone would have any more money. Like, I, I just, I just, I can't imagine. <clears throat> and he said, Tim, 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 if you don't ask, you say no for me. Hmm. And I was like, wow. Uh, yeah. And that's been probably the most profound. It's impacted so many areas of my life. But I, then I did ask. Uh, I said, well, uh, Greg and Kay, would you like to help us with our building project? <laughs> and they came through. They, they didn't even know, but they came through with the amount of money that we had left um, outstanding on yeah. what we needed wow. to raise. Yeah. yeah. 
That's amazing. It is amazing. <laughs> and I, I, I have the privilege of knowing Greg and Kay as, as well, and, and they're, uh, they're amazing people. Yeah. And, and that, that's an incredible piece of wisdom. And I, I, have, uh, I, I have latched onto that my, myself personally. Uh, rem- I remind people when I'm talking with them about partner development, if mm-hmm. you don't ask, you're actually saying no on that person's behalf. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, it's almost become a tenant for me, Tim, mm-hmm. in, in terms of the way I, uh, way I approach uh, the subject for myself and with others. Uh, so since you're going to share this with Greg, I'll say thanks, Greg. Yeah, for that, for that, for that couple pieces. Now, uh, you know what? It would, we'd almost be remin- uh, remiss in a way if, if we didn't just back the conversation up just one step. Yeah. Because you're talking about a, a season of your life that goes back how many years now? You're 24 years. 24 years. How long you've been with YFC for? About 20, for 24 years. 24 yeah. years. Yeah. yeah. January 1st, uh, 1994. Yeah. And that was uh, in uh, in uh, Peterborough, right? That's right. And, and tell us a little bit about your journey with YFC, because I know there's probably some people listening who actually don't really know the real Tim Coles. Yeah. Well, it's mm-hmm. yeah. I, I, I was uh, Christine and I were had been married for a couple of years, and we just really felt that um, uh, God wanted us to be involved with the camp. Mm-hmm. And so it was quite a long process and story to that. But we were involved in a camp, and because we were involved in this camp as a, a volunteering for one week of the year, I I. Uh, produced a concert back in those days, 19, that would be 93, mm. uh, Kenny Marks, mm. if you remember, if anyone knows, oh, yeah, he Marks. was the Brian Adams of Christian music back yeah, in those days, yeah, and, yeah. and so we brought Kenny Marks into Joy Bible Camp, and because I'd done that, uh, Youth for Christ heard about it, and they were looking for a concert promoter in Peterborough. Peterborough and London were the two big venues mm. uh, for Christian music back in those days. Mm. Kevin James and Peterborough just did a great job at bringing in Christian artists into Peterborough. Mm-hmm. So he hired me to to do that part of, of the, the role. So I was a concert promoter, and that's what I started to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I became a high school outreach worker, mm-hmm. and then uh, Christine and I got a vision for uh, a youth drop-in center in downtown Peterborough. Right. Which, uh, which was what Greg and Kay were investing into in mm-hmm. that story. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we opened a youth center downtown Peterborough. We had, in the first year, we had over 600 different kids come through the door. That's cool. uh, we went from just her and I to a staff of about 20 uh, over the course of the next five years, six years. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then I, I joined the national team. Um, well, I became the executive director somewhere in that journey. Yes. And yeah. then um, of Kortha. And then I joined the national team as the director of field operations in 2010. And then two years later, became the director of senior operations uh, for YFC Canada. Mm-hmm. So. And now moving into the role as national director. And now moving in. Yeah. Yep. So uh, there you go. The man, the myth, the legend. Tim <laughs> Um And, and uh, it's, it's great because, because one of the reasons why I really thought it would be helpful also to uh, emphasize just some of that history is, is you've been all of those different roles in yep. YFC that <clears throat> represent so, what so many people who are... Uh, currently you know listening to this podcast and and uh are in their in frontline ministry right uh, yeah. are out there you know on the on the front lines raising support yeah you know what it's like yeah You've i was working there. in sporting goods retail before i joined yfc which was yeah. the best training i could have ever imagined for ministry it was awesome <laughs> um seriously i would hire people at retail in a heartbeat mm. um but uh, but I went you know it was a big raise I got a big raise coming to YFC and I went from like eight to ten dollars an hour um, <laughs> back in those days and uh, but I had to, but then I had to raise it right and, and then, but we didn't have any training we didn't have momentum no. we didn't have anything like that that mm-hmm. was actually one of the reasons why we why we did this momentum mm. was because when a lot of us got started twenty years ago there yeah. was no training mm-hmm. like we were literally given a form letter to say you know send this to as many people as you can and see what comes in mm-hmm. right and so you know I went short checked I would get paid for two days a week working five um, yeah. you know, for a long time 
And uh, so, yeah, I didn't want anyone to go through that. So, you know, we developed momentum. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's um, uh, hopefully uh, people will uh, be able to uh, uh, appreciate. I, I know as we, we, we dig into this conversation, uh, people will be able to appreciate the, the actual passion that, that comes off of you when, it, mm. when, when, when we get into the subject of the ask. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. uh, I know you live and breathe this stuff, right? That, that this is, you know, this is very close to your heart. Yep. And uh, Naomi, we were talking a little bit about um, one of the, one of the great examples is actually on the Momentum site. There's a little video with Laura Bronson, yes. you know, where she's ticking the pen and kind of like got to make the call, got to make the call. And it represents, I don't know, the anxiety sure. that a lot of us feel mm-hmm. yeah. around the ask, yep. you know, yeah. writing the letter for a lot of people seems easy. But making the call and doing the face-to-face follow-up, for some reason, mm-hmm. it seems intimidating, doesn't it? Yep. It sure does. That's what we hear all the time. Um, people just struggle just to pick up that phone. And often they will go to a meeting but never get around to making the ask. Because yeah. just saying the words um, feels really scary. Yeah. Yeah, so I, you know what? I think it's all preparation for that. Uh, mm. that that's the important thing. Um, I, I kind of, in my presentation, I did it <clears throat> at this one of the regional retreats. I broke it down into four parts um, pray, write, meet, ask. Mm. And uh, the, the first and foremost and most important part of this is you pray for your ministry partners. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could talk all day about that. Mm. I'm very passionate about that. You know, we all have we all have smartphones and we mm-hmm. have those little to do lists on yep. there. Yep. I've got a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and weekend. I cheat on the weekends. A weekend list, mm. and I've got ministry partners mixed in there that cool. I'm praying for on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for this specifically, for the ask, um, you know, if I've got if I've got my partner list and I've got to raise, you know, five hundred dollars a month or whatever it is, if I'm or if I'm just starting out. And I've got to mm-hmm. look at this enormous amount of money that mm-hmm. I need to raise. I, I go through that list and I pray through that list of people and, and just ask the Lord who he would impress on my heart to mm-hmm. approach mm-hmm. at this time. You know, whether I'm, uh, if I'm going to focus on five people, say, for example, in the next two weeks, who are those five people going to be? And uh, so then I will, I will pray for those people and I'll pray that the Lord would, would already begin to align them with my phone call. Mm. Um, I had a great example of this. Greg, um, Whitfield in Cambridge has, I think, one of the best stories uh, on this level. He was praying for um, a, a, a person he was going to meet, and uh, this person who he was going to meet ends up, you know, bumping into some teenagers on the sidewalk while walking into his place of work, and thought to himself, "If there's just something I can do for them, huh. but I, but I run a business and right. I don't have time." Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then a couple days later, Greg walks in the door. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and so this man, the Lord had placed a burden on his heart yes. and Greg was the answer to that burden. Neat. And that's what we are. Mm-hmm. We, we can pray that the Lord would stir in their hearts already that when we come, we're actually an answer to what they want to do. We're mm-hmm. not asking them. We're actually the answer. So, right. but pray for them. Um, the next thing I do is I write to them. Um, you know, back in the day it was a handwritten note. Mm-hmm. Right now it's an email. I, I, you know, I would make it as formal as you can. You know, if it's a hand, if it's a letter, it's a letter, but, um, write to them. And basically, you know, you know, if you, you have some kind of relationship with them, I always kind of open my letter with, you know, a bit of personal something, you know, mm-hmm. uh, with them, maybe something we've had in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I have the content of the letter, which is kind of would be a standard thing. Basically, you know, I'm 
called to YFC. Here's what I'm going to be doing with Youth for Christ, which is sort of casting the vision. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm looking for people to partner with me in this. And I'm wondering if you would be interested in meeting with me to talk with me about about this. Mm -hmm. I'm going to follow this up. And this is really key. I'm going to follow this up with a phone call. And that's the dreaded phone call that Laura has in the video. But when when you write to them and say, I'm going to follow this up with a phone call, then when you do phone them, it's easy yeah. because you've told them you're going to call them. So if you don't call them, you're actually not fulfilling the promise you've already mm-hmm. given them, right? And they're expecting you to call. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I would follow it up with a phone call and, and say, hey, listen, I, did you get my email a couple of days ago? Yeah, I did. That sounds really exciting. Would you like to meet to talk about it more? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This isn't like a rocket science conversation, no. right? Yeah. Would you like to meet to talk about it more? Yeah. We'd love to. Mm-hmm. Would you like to meet for lunch or coffee? Well, let's meet for coffee. Perfect. You make appointment and mm-hmm. you go. Right. Yeah. Now, you've, you've prayed, and you're going to keep praying, keep praying for them. Mm-hmm. You've written to them. Yeah. They said they want to meet with you. Right. Okay, what do they want to meet with you about? About the support thing that you were talking about in yes. your letter. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So the next step is so easy, which <clears throat> when you meet with them, you want to keep building relationship. Like, you don't mm-hmm. want to just get straight to the point. Like, talk about their kids and things. Mm-hmm. And I would even make a note here that, and John Wilkinson has taught me this, um, when you're when you're meeting with people and mm-hmm. they you know you're small talk and chatting mm-hmm. or whatever, mm-hmm. like for example Naomi, if you brought up with me that your daughter has Down syndrome, yeah, then maybe on Down syndrome awareness day, which yeah. this is, yes. I might ask you about that, yeah, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. it shows that I'm paying attention to your life, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I might jot that down, or I might jot down maybe maybe they've talked about something difficult. I might mm-hmm. reach out to them two weeks from now and say, how's that going? Right. Yes, right. Yeah. Pay attention, yeah. like right. partner with them. Mm-hmm. Don't just ask partner with them right it's actually a critical part of building the partner relationship you're talking about it is yeah, it absolutely is. so pray write meet so now we're meeting they know why we're here yes they know mm-hmm. that i have asked do you want to talk about what i wrote to you about they said yes so now we're meeting we've had our our small conversation now mm-hmm. i would say i would transition the conversation into now i'd like to talk to you about my email mm-hmm Right? That's a pretty easy transition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they would say something like, yes, we're very intrigued about what, or yeah, that sounds very exciting, that opportunity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's a very natural transition. Um, and you know, I would say then something like, well, you saw that I need to raise X number of dollars a month in mm-hmm. order to do that. Would you folks see yourselves fitting into that in any way? Right. Right? Yeah. Now, some people would say that you need to ask for a certain amount of money. Mm-hmm. And, oh, okay, if you feel it, great. Mm-hmm. I don't. Right. Oh, sorry if I'm breaking any of the training trends here. <laughs> yeah. But I always, I always show them what's there. Uh, sometimes I can break it into different parts. Like my brother uh, and his wife did a missions trip to Romania, and they they created this little school bus analogy, mm-hmm. where they 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 created us. They had this picture of a school bus, and each of the seats were had a different dollar amount on okay, them. Yeah. And they said, "Do you see yourselves fitting into any, any of these seats. seats on this bus?" Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And so for me, I wanted to get behind my brother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't really have a lot of money. So, right. but the twenty dollar a month seat worked. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I bought that right mm-hmm. yeah um so you could do little things like that but basically you know do you see yourself fitting in into into this anywhere in in partnering with me and that's where you then that's the ask mm-hmm. would you see mm-hmm. yourself fitting into this in any way yeah. um, would you see yourself supporting me right. yeah yeah and what i what i uh what i love about your strategy here is that the one step builds so naturally on the other if you're not doing that you're actually like not doing exactly what you said you were going to do, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I find personally, I find writing the letter to be the easiest part of the sure. equations. Yep. But but if in writing the letter, it's so easy for me to write the words, I will call you yeah. to you know follow up about getting together. 
It's like you said, if I don't do that, then I'm not actually doing what I said I You've would. You've broken do. a promise. I've broken right. a promise. And if I when I call them and they say that, yeah, let's get together and have a coffee, they're they're expecting me to ask them at that point, right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's what that's why they are there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're not there to talk about your dog. Yes. <laughs> I mean you can talk about your dog, but they're yeah. not there to talk. They're actually there to, to to talk to you about what you wrote to them about. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. It's so funny. And yet mm-hmm. that hesitancy still wells up within us, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? It's okay to feel that way. I get it. Like, yeah. Yeah. you know, I've been doing this for 24 years and I still get that way sometimes. Yeah. Right. I still get that lump in my throat. Oh shoot. I got to transition this conversation now, mm-hmm. but just do it. And that's where that prayer part comes in. Yeah. That confidence. And yeah. I'll tell you, like, so I'm gonna, I want to just maybe talk about two things here. Cause there's the one thing is, is, uh, is when God has aligned people. And the other thing is when they do say no. Right. That's important. Yes. Because right? yeah, yeah. that's what people are afraid of. That's a fear. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. So I've, I've shared, you know, the Greg Whitfield story. And if Greg's listening, I may not have got all the details bang on, but that's the gist of the story. Um, we'll, we'll interview Greg. We'll interview Greg. We'll interview Greg. <laughs> debunk the Tim Coles myths. Yes, exactly. Um, but the uh, it's wonderful when you see God align those things. Mm-hmm. Like when people want to get involved and, and want to partner with you and they feel that, you know, we we, yeah, we would love to get a, be a part of that. And we, we could really see ourselves fitting into about a $50 a month commitment. Right. And, and that's amazing, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's, mm-hmm. you just build on all those commitments and then, and then you want to be engaging with those people. You want to thank them. You want to write them. What I like to do right after the fact is write them a handwritten note mm-hmm. uh, is, and, or, or if I don't have their address or whatever, you know, you know that's convenient. Maybe right. it's a text or something, mm-hmm. but I like to write them within a couple of hours mm-hmm. just to say, thank you. I really appreciate mm-hmm. meeting with you. Yeah. Sometimes that serves as a reminder, especially if you've given yeah. them paper to take with them, right? right that they yeah. have to fill out. Mm-hmm. Like it's a reminder. Oh yeah, yeah. We gotta, we gotta do that. And, and there's a, there's another thing there. Don't be afraid to follow up if you haven't got yes. a response. Yes. Because the reality is we all got piles. Yep. Right? Yeah. You go Absolutely. home and it gets That's into right. a pile. Yep. And then and the most well-intended people mm-hmm. can can uh, mm-hmm. just you mm-hmm. know misplace it or forget about it in the pile. Yep. Yeah. I often <clears throat> encourage people to promise to follow up so that just the way you promised in the letter, I will call you. I will follow yeah. up with you. You say <clears throat> Um, you know, I understand you want to talk to your wife about that. Um, you know, would it be okay if I follow up with you in two yeah. weeks? And if yeah. they say yes, then then you have permission. You have yeah. permission right? and you're simply doing what you said you would do yeah. again. Yeah. So yeah. Absolutely. it's true. The follow-up often feels awkward unless you've already sort of said, I will be following up with you. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So what happens when someone says no? That is the, again, the fear, the fear. I don't know. What is the fear? The fear of rejection? Yeah. Like... Um, yeah, I, I, I think that that is probably the, 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 the pardon the pun, the million dollar question, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. <clears throat> so let's say someone says no and they will. Yeah. Some people will say mm-hmm. no. Here's how I've chosen to look at that. When they say no to what you're at inviting them to, yeah. they're saying yes to something else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. They are saying yes to something else. Mm-hmm. And I think our job is to affirm that mm. because that's why do we why do we fear this question because we're afraid someone will say no. So if they do say no, what are we afraid of? We're afraid of somehow um, changing that relationship, yes. right? Yeah. It's like when you've kind of been friends mm-hmm. with a girl for a long time, then you finally ask her to a date, and she says no. <laughs> it just changes the relationship, right? <laughs> you just created a whole new awkward <laughs> ministry partner. That, that might, that might be an outtake. Anyway, um, <laughs> but but you can ch- you can change that mm-hmm. by and this is just some, I I kind of tripped on this by accident one time, and it's now my practice. When someone says no, I write to them and I mm-hmm. thank them for saying no. 
Hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I, I write, again, it could be a text message. It could be an email or whatever. Usually it's an email. And I'll say, dear John, you know, thank you so much for meeting with me today. I was, I really appreciated you allowing me to share with you what's happening at YFC. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say thank you for saying no. Mm. Because you saying no to what I was requesting mm-hmm. means that you're saying yes to something else. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I just want to affirm mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. and thank you for saying yes to whatever it is that God has called you to do yeah. with the resources he's entrusted you. Right. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I can know what that is because they'll say, well, you know, I, I can't really stop supporting so-and-so to support you. And, mm-hmm. and you know, they'll, you know, they'll bring those things up and I'll, and then I'll just affirm, you know, thank you so much for supporting yes. so-and-so at this other ministry or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I've just found that to be, it does something for me and it does something for them. It just breaks the tension that can be there mm-hmm. afterward. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes... It has a real profound impact. I had this one time where a guy, he was supporting actually um, on a monthly basis and then had to stop because of just how business was going Mm -hmm. and stuff. And he just felt horrible about it. Right. Yeah. So I I wrote him to say, um, listen, I just want to, I want to thank you for saying no. Mm -hmm. I recognize that by saying no to supporting Mm -hmm. us, you're saying yes to something Mm -hmm. else. And I just want to affirm that as a good decision. Mm. You know, just take the, take, you may be feeling stress about that. And I want to just remove that stress. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, he called me. Yeah. Right? Like, because I had no idea the stress mm. he was under to mm. say no. Mm-hmm. And just for me to affirm that. And I said, listen, and this was, it was a $500 a month supporter. Okay. okay. Yeah. So I said, listen, what I'm going to do is I'm going to, I'm going to, so we prayed together and I said, well, I'm going to trust that God's going to, going to meet that need. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to let you know when he does. Mm. Just so that you know. So it's off your mind. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. By the end of that week, he'd met that need. Two people came in at $250 a month that we didn't even talk to it just happened right yeah but then but then to be able to then affirm him in that and and just just that kind of care like that's what partnership is about right partnership isn't just when they're you know quote unquote giving you money Mm -hmm. yeah that partnership um actually created that guy actually came on the board at at one point yeah because he was so impressed by the organization Mm -hmm. and how well we care for people yeah Hmm. Yeah, and uh, and you were, you were you I know when you shared that story with me before, right? The, the the actual stress that he was under, the choice that he was making, turned out to be really significant, yeah. right? So this yeah. was no small thing. No, and uh, I just I really love like the level of grace that you kind of demonstrate in that because all I you know the first thought right if, if you have, imagine having a five hundred dollar a month partner, yes. first of all a lot of us are like I wish, right? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, but but you go like. You know, a five hundred dollar a month partner said, "I'm sorry, I can't support you anymore." Yeah. Like we're having a heart attack, yeah. right? We're going, oh, you know, like mm-hmm, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. but but keeping the partner model in mind, right? Yeah, you, you know, you're 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 actually ministering in that relationship, and mm-hmm. uh, what you did there was a great example, right, of acknowledging that there was uh, there was something else going on there, yeah, and uh, that that display of grace was pretty would mm-hmm. would have been very significant for them in that uh, in that uh, in that moment, really difficult yeah. time for them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Well, as we are starting to wrap things up, yep. I wanted to just sort of ask you about biblical insight. Is there yeah. any sort of <clears throat> verse that you find encouragement in, particularly pertaining to the S? I could preach on, actually, I have preached yeah? on this okay. one. Uh, <laughs> John 21, uh, 5 to 14, Jesus appears to his disciples for the third time. Uh, they've kind of gone back to what they know, right? They've gone back to fishing. Okay. They're mm-hmm. out in the boat fishing. You, mm-hmm. you know the story. They're out in the mm-hmm. boat fishing at night. Yep. They come back. They're on their way back in about 100 yards from shore, the Bible says, and uh, and they've caught nothing. And he, mm-hmm. Jesus calls out to them from the shore. They don't know who he is yet. Jesus calls out to them from the shore. Right. 
uh, did you catch anything? They said, no. He said, cast hmm. your net on the other side of the boat. Mm-hmm. And so they did, okay. or on the right side of the boat, he says. So they cast the net on the right side of the boat, and they pull in a huge haul of fish, mm. 153 large fish, it says. Right. Okay. Then they recognize it's Jesus. Peter, you know, puts his clothes on because he's out fishing and jumps in the water and mm-hmm. swims to shore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when he gets there, Jesus is cooking fish. Hmm. On a campfire. Yeah. On the beach. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. And then he says to Peter, bring some of the fish you just caught mm-hmm. for this meal. Right. Wait, wait a second. Who caught those fish? Hmm. He just told them where to let down their net. Mm-hmm. It was a partnership. Hmm. And I think one of the things that Jesus was teaching us through this is that I'm in this with you. Hmm. That you have a need for fish. I'll show you where to let the net down. Cool. You have a need for partners. Mm. I'll show you where to meet with people. Mm. I'll show you who it is that you need to meet with. Mm-hmm. But we've got to be in that partnership with him. Right. Bring some of the fish that you've just caught. So mm-hmm. the question I would ask from that is, where do I let down my net? Mm-hmm. Lord, show me where to let down my net. Another one, Naomi, is just this. And, and uh, Dave Burton used this a couple years ago in, a, in one of his talks. And this has just really stuck with me. Mm. Uh, Romans eight thirty two. Uh, Since he did not spare even his own son, but gave him up for us all, won't he also give us everything else? I mean, think about Mm. that. God did not spare his own son. Will he not also give us everything else that we need? Mm -hmm. Like, what what, what will compare to that? Nothing. Right. Right? Mm. So I believe that that this is this is a partnership and there's other i mean go on the momentum video and watch uh, sunder christian's yes, video yes. on on the gift of generosity yeah. i mean yep. you actually give people a gift mm-hmm. in them partnering with you right mm-hmm. and the gift is yep. the gift of generosity mm-hmm. that they yep. get to experience mm-hmm. yep yes that's uh, so true i mean i uh yeah I, I was just again i was talking with somebody the other, recently and and that and i didn't think of greg's story that you mentioned earlier but the, the gift even of uh the burden that people would have on their heart for you know for for uh, for a community right for 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 something and they can't meet it like they're not able to go and yeah. do the work mm-hmm. and then you come to them and say this is what God has laid on my heart this is my passion and my vision to mm-hmm. reach you know the, this community to reach these young people and they get excited because you're giving them the opportunity to do what God has laid on their heart. Totally. Yeah. yeah. To be part of it. It's pretty, yeah. it's, it is a gift. And they get to be part of it. Yeah. They actually get to yeah. be part of it. That's mm-hmm. partnership. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, I just, yeah. I, Tim, I, again, I mean, uh, the, the, the passion that you bring to this subject is uh, is, is evident. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I expect we'll probably have another conversation with you <laughs> specifically uh, at some point. Uh, and, and there's tons of, uh, there's tons of uh, areas we could, um, you know, we could really dig into when it comes mm-hmm. to, uh, comes to partner development. But uh, those four points, right? Pray, mm-hmm. meet, no, I'm sorry. Right. 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 Meet, meet and ask. And ask. Yeah. yeah. And I like the way you kind of brought that succinctly to, uh, hopefully, if, if people can just remember those four points, a lot of these other examples and stories will will, will, will flow from the, that. And, and just remember, if you don't ask, you say no for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Period. 
period. I, I love that stuff just because it's easy. Mm -hmm. It's easy to remember, right? Yeah. And I, again, I, I use that one all the time. Tim, thank you so much uh, for taking uh, taking this time out of your incredibly busy schedule. This mm -hmm. is a good investment yeah. of time. Yeah. If this could help people to yes. engage with their partners in this way. Yeah, I, I believe awesome. I believe yeah. people will uh, take a lot of value away from uh, from applying some of these principles. So, awesome. thank you. Thank, thank you. you.